You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Welcome to The Strong Room on News Talk 770. Joe and Don are two of McMillan Estate Planning's clients. She comes from banking. He was in the energy business for more than 30 years. You'll meet them today and hear their story of how creating a life plan has brought peace of mind and a bucket list to their lives. And Sherry McMillan provides some important information for someone thinking of marriage. Again, but first... We're into the summer season now, and Macmillan's regular seminar series will resume on Thursday evening, September 28th. But it is business as usual during the summer months at Macmillan Estate Planning, and you can always ask a question and get an answer by calling the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464. Remember, too, you can go online anytime at macmillanestate.com. Check out the blogs, which are updated regularly for tips and news about life planning. And listen to episodes of The Strong Room to catch up on details and features you may have missed. Don't forget to check out a range of issues covered in updated blog postings on the Macmillan website at www.macmillanestate.com. There are a lot of good ideas on the site, and some of them may very well apply to you. A Macmillan Estate Planning Minute with founder and president Sherry Macmillan. I have the privilege of working in England with old money and how that looks a little bit different than planning, let's say, locally here in Canada. Because they've had wealth generation after generation, you know, all the way back to the kings and queens and lords of the day, when those families had affluence, they did plan differently. And if you look in history, what happened in those particular families is they planned in a generational way. They weren't planning planning for the moment of death, but alternatively, they were planning to continue to create affluence, create meaning in the community, create wealth transfer, and teach the next generation on what that wealth transfer and stewardship and responsibility meant. Macmillan Estate Planning for Families. Your financial security, retirement goals, and family legacy can all be safeguarded with a customized life plan. MacmillanEstate.com. Let's talk about a family with a business or some type of enterprise that's generating some capital uh, and uh, the next generation decides it wants to get married. And you always talk to us about protecting the the bloodline. Um, Give us an example or two, if you can, of where this kind of conversation comes up, how it comes up and how it's addressed. Well, it's a modern day today, Peter, and in our society, very, very sadly, the divorce rates are above 50%, as we all know. So when our young people start to get married in families that have created created enterprise or family business or farm, what happens is the family becomes a bit concerned that if their child inherits this value, Will they be able to keep it in the family unit? And this is normal for all of us. So it's common for a parent group to really want to help their children when they're early married, maybe pay for the wedding, help them with a down payment on a home. I mean, these are really practical things that we all want to do for our family. The dilemma is, how do you do that and still protect your child? And if they are married forever and it works out beautifully, it doesn't matter. But what if it doesn't? And that's the question. 
So when we have families of this caliber come into our office, there's a couple things that I want to share. We're not old money in Canada. We're absolutely new money. So we haven't had multi-generational values transferring, but we're starting to. And what happens emotionally, I think, for the family group is, you know, it's so common for me to have a mother or a father in my office and say, you know, we like the young person. He's a nice boy and he seems to do really well with our daughter and he keeps her in line and we think it's going to work out, but what if it doesn't? And then there's almost this, is that terrible? Is that terrible to say? Are we allowed to say that? And my reaction is, of course you are. It's normal. All of us, from a practical point of view, think of this. And we hope for the best for our children, but we've got to be practical that sometimes it doesn't work out. So there are particular ways that we recommend that all families of affluence prepare. And one of them is, if you make it a general family concept that all your children prepare prenups, then you're not selecting one particular spouse out of the equation. So best to do when you have all children unmarried, if possible. Um, But when we do an estate plan or a life plan for an affluent family, this is one of the techniques that we encourage all families to do. Because the good part is, Peter, in an appropriate plan, if your child remains married forever to the spouse, it's absolutely relevant. It only becomes relevant if the marriage breaks down or the relationship fails. So in a great case study of this is a family we're working with um, right now, and it's their son who is getting married, and they actually want to buy this family uh, a home. And so it's about half a million dollars that our starter homes are coming in at here in Calgary. It's unbelievable. And so they said, we want to give them half a million dollars to buy their primary home. But our fear is if a relationship doesn't work out, then where does that leave our son? So what I suggested is that we do what we call a family prenup arrangement. And what it means is this. We, for the son, write a marriage agreement with his new spouse and say that the assets that he inherits remain separated from their dower rights, from their marriage. But the assets that they build together will remain in that 50-50 division. So really, we've done nothing because mom and dad have the privilege of giving their 500000 away to whoever they want. And she or he have no legal right to it anyway. And so there's usually consensus and agreement. And if we do it with every child, then we're not offending based on who the spouse may be. And, you know, I find that most people are receptive to it. Now, if they're not receptive to it, sometimes that's a clue um, that they may be entering your family for the wrong reason because they think you're affluent and feel entitled to a component of it. And very sadly, over 20 years, Peter, from time to time, I have seen that come to fruition where when we broach this subject and then say, you know, you, you can marry and you're going to marry, but we need this arrangement built into play, um, the spouse will say, I don't want to marry it anymore. And so, you know, that says a lot if that occurs, obviously. So one of the things that we'll often do is we do what is called a prenuptial arrangement or a cohabitation if they're not going to get married. And then in the event they marry, we call it a post-agreement, post-cohabitation or a post-nup. And what that means is they've agreed to it as again a second time after they've become married. And then what we also do is we do what is called a promissory note back to the parent's estate 
for that half a million dollars as if they're a mortgagor. And that way, if the marriage does break down, um, they are able to hold on to that half a million dollars for the benefit of their son. And so this is a very simple technique that affluent families can use so that they don't forego their wealth they've created to remain in their bloodline. And we all have that desire. Just ahead, two Macmillan clients who found peace of mind and the chance to live out some dreams in retirement, all thanks to the creation of a life plan. You're listening to The Strong Room on News Talk 770.